this entire hour on Rick Kogan's After Hours show, you will be listening to my great friends and two of the great entertainers to ever grace this city, uh, Mark and Ann Burnell. I've known them both for a long time. They are fresh from, first welcome, hi, thanks for coming in. Hi, Rick, thanks They for are fresh me. from a benefit for the, the great Buddy Charles, who uh, was one of, <laughs> talking about great musicians, oh. uh, Buddy was an astonishment. Uh, he played for years, years for me and Mike Royko in his nightly adventures at the Acorn <laughs> on Oak, and then for years after that at uh, at the Drake. Uh, how was the event, you guys? Nice to see you both too. Oh, thanks, thanks. The, the event was great, and we the last two years it was canceled, yeah, because of COVID. So yeah. It was great to see get the family together of us players, us piano bar players. Where was it? It was at St. Martha's Church in Morton Grove. Mm-hmm. But um, we've done it for 10 years straight since his passing. Yeah. And um, Scott Urban, a wonderful parody writer and singer, um, he uh, started this, you know, offered them a benefit just to help them raise money. And, you know, the... The church thought it was just going to happen once, and no, we're like, no, let's do it every year. <clears throat> so we gather all the old piano bar players from Rush Street, and and uh, we someone, do a concert. Someone, someone should be there with a camera. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. They uh, do film it. They do, yeah. Uh, uh, one of Buddy's, should, son, Buddy's son, Chris, films it every year. Someone should do something with with that. Uh, <laughs> Blackmail. They were grand talents. I know he had an incredible effect on both of your careers when when he died. In December 2008, I wrote his obituary, oh. one of the, I don't really pride myself on it, but the the lead of that obituary was really something, and I'm proud of it. I said, the nights are lonelier now. And in that uh, obituary, you, Anne, are quoted as saying, he was a father figure to all of us. From the first time I heard him, I was hooked, and he was always so encouraging, offering advice, teaching me songs. I loved him so much. Mark, you loved him too. Just amazing, and and in all the countries and cities and towns and clubs and concert halls that I've ever, I've never <coughs> met a better entertainer. He was by far, by far, just just the finest. He just knew the greatest material. He connected with the audience. He entertained them. He put on show, he put on cabaret shows before he knew what a cabaret show was. Exactly. It was his exactly. nature, exactly. To put exactly. on a show every night. He was uh, one of the great things about Buddy uh, is is that he was so in performance, especially at the old days of the Acorn. He could be very bawdy. Oh yes, uh, he knew some of the strangest, weirdest, <laughs> dirtiest songs I've ever heard in my life. And then you realize that that Buddy was a terribly. He went to mass every day. Yeah, and was terribly religious. taught Sunday school. He didn't smoke. Uh, he barely drank and i certainly never saw him have a drink and it sort of the image was that's why people loved him too because of that deep deep heart that he had and what did you learn from him uh boy i don't even know how to start yeah Um, exactly i know that's a, a but he he did um string a lot of songs together like whatever if he was doing one song and the next one would come into his mind it could be the same composer or something along the same lines if it was about rain he would string a lot of songs together in a set so i think the way he built his sets and the way he performed but he also like 
kind of once in a while when you were least expecting it, he would stand halfway, bang on the piano, stand halfway up, throw his coat off of one shoulder, kind of undress a little bit, and just say something loud and body like i'm steamed out of my clamshell or something you know he had all these little phrases it was after so the, funny after the acorn closing then he moved to the coke door uh and after he retired and he still would play once a week i think at chambers up in yeah. uh, niles you took his place mark at the that i did at the, at the, at the drake. drake uh what was that like just to well, know i mean i know your affection for him and admiration for him is immense but to be told, well, you'll be you'll oh. be taking over for Buddy Charles. Imagine the pressure I felt. I was there for four, four months, five nights a week. But people would come up to me and ask for the the kind of stuff you were referring to. The, you know, some crazy song that nobody had ever known. But Buddy knew it. You know? Yes, Buddy knew so, everything. Uh, you know, it, it was an adjustment. But yeah. I have a great coincidence for you and, and listeners. I hope you enjoy this. But today, this very day, August. 14th marks the 30th, exactly 30th anniversary of me meeting Anne. No. And guess where we went on our first, that day. We met on the Spirit of Chicago on a gig. We were playing in separate bands. And I said, do you want to go hear Buddy Charles? Oh, come on. I, I could, you couldn't make up a story like <laughs> wow, this. Wow, that's, so, that's exactly so... Exactly 30 years ago, <laughs> we had our first date at the Drake Hotel. And with Buddy. You know what's amazing to me now? That is the most wonderfully spooky story. It was crazy. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. <laughs> Buddy, and here's why you probably went there. Buddy told me something a long time ago. Uh, he said there is something primitive about being close to live music. What makes it work is that people are inherently eager for intimacy. It is a matter of wanting to communicate my own joy. If I am able to do that, it feeds back, <sighs> finds me. You two are very much uh, in the tradition of that. I mean, I have not heard, I've not heard you or seen you play in some time because I do not go out the way I used to because I would be dead if I did. <laughs> uh, but you two have always been among my most favorite performers, and I think you follow that same... You know, you're not doing the late night thing at the Drake, but whenever you perform, I, I have always sensed that you adhere to that buddy philosophy about that intimacy and that people need that closeness. I don't care if it's at the Epiphany Center where you will be Wednesday or uh, in a tiniest of clubs. You, you, you follow that philosophical guidance. They have the long-awaited uh, CD. That is uh, the formal thing. This CD, like, coming out party. Mm -hmm. uh, re I guess they call it release party, but I like coming out. Uh, it's taking place uh, Wednesday at the Epiphany Center. We'll talk more about that. You will hear uh, this remarkable duo together for the last 30 years today. Uh, Ann and Mark Burnell, Two for the Road. You'll be hearing selections from that. We're going to talk a lot about their career, and they're here for the whole hour. So please stay tuned. Oh, welcome back. We're just figuring out what music you're going to hear. Uh, and Krista Flores, is a great engineer. We'll do that. Okay, you two, uh, Anne and Mark Burnell. The CD, Two for the Road, uh, with this astonishing, joyful picture of the two of you in a car on a road somewhere. This is a long time in coming, is it not? Yes. We worked on it for 17 months during COVID. <laughs> wow. Wow. When was your last CD? 
As a duo, we haven't done one in over 20 years. Wow. Um, we've Why done is, that, some- is, that, is that just the, the strange nature of the recording business these days? I think so. I mean, we had uh, we had some themed projects. I we worked on a, a Harold Arlen CD, mm-hmm. um, Blues and in the Night. I played on it. But yeah, he did the arrangements vocal, so. and yeah. stuff, but I was mostly the lead vocalist. And the the last one the, was eight years ago, right? The last one was yeah, produced by a great guitarist, Henry Johnson, and uh, so that one was a, another you know pet project. And Mark has a Christmas album that's just all solo piano. Kind of stuff. So we did our separate projects, right. and so we came back together again. How in the has pandemic. I, I hate to ask because it's just not going to make me joyful. <laughs> How was the pandemic for you two? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, you are live performers, and you 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 uh, connect with people well, so powerfully. It wasn't just losing the, the work; it crushed us because the pandemic took both of our moms. Oh. Hers Within on the Easter, first few months, yeah. oh. and then mine three months later, and we didn't get proper goodbyes, and and. So, we well, yeah, we started came. to started to take out our. We started to correct it to get together by doing these weekly Zoom concerts. They weren't on Zoom; they were just live streams. But Mark said, "You know, we should um, we should we should practice, and we should just see if we can go live." And I'm like, "I think you can turn the phone around like this and hit live and go." You know, so one, two, three, go. Wow. And we just did these concerts from our living room. Um, 60 of them, I think. Yeah. And I, Every week. And I, we took requests. Oh, and that's good. That's, so we, during the pandemic, we practiced more probably than... Then once know. a week, we'd get clothes on and dressed up. Sure. <laughs> and how yeah. this this CD, uh, Two for the Road, which is being having its official release uh, Wednesday at the Epiphany Center, and we'll tell you more about that concert, uh, what was the birth of this? Did, did you say to yourselves, okay, I'm sick of performing live on Zoom or whatever yeah. internet method. Let's do a CD. Yeah, I <clears throat> I had an epiphany, <laughs> a real epiphany. Mm-hmm. I woke up one December morning and I said, oh, my God, I know what we have to do. We've been practicing so much. We have to call all the best players we know because they're not on tour. Right. They were all yeah. we, we had the pick stranded. of the litter. Oh yeah. wow. So we went into the studio, you know, there's a drum booth, there's a bass booth, there's a they engineer were safe. booth, there's a you know, uh, Mark and I were in the piano room and you know, the guitar guy laid his stuff down from home. So everybody was separate. It was in the middle of COVID. Well, we'll talk about the, <laughs> about the the collaborators you have. One of them uh, on just one track, Paulino Garcia. Oh is, my God! Uh, I remember Paulino when he came to Chicago. Uh, let's let people hear something. Okay. What would you like to hear? What do you think they would like to hear? What would I like to hear? Well, there's a remake of uh, Captain and Tennille hit. Um, that's track number two on there, and I think it's a good message. And it's going to drop as a single tomorrow, yeah, right? it's coming out tomorrow. Where does it drop? On Spotify and iTunes and oh, Amazon okay. and Apple Music. Okay, here uh, from the brand new CD, Newer Than New, Two for the Road, <laughs> is Love Will Keep Us Together. Uh, a bit of it. We will maybe. Know, who knows? Who knows? Krista Flores, <laughs> thank you. Wow, you two, that is really something. Anne and uh, Mark Burnell, Mark on piano and on vocals, and uh, Mark arranged it. That's a beautiful, wonderful arrangement. Oh, thanks, Rick. Not that I would know. I, I know how hard it is to do an arrangement. I wouldn't know how to do one. Uh, in selecting 
in selecting tunes for this uh, this CD, and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eighteen, thirteen. Uh, how do you do it? I mean, what's what's the? Well, we had some originals and some uh, show tunes that we jazzed up, and some mm-hmm. pop tunes that we sort of crossed over a little bit, and yeah. then just. We and, took we took some stuff like, um, in during those live streams and during the pandemic, we tried to like take songs and change them around a little bit. So some of them are, ended up on the CD. You know. Let me ask you something that's always interested me about, and especially confounds me now in this era of downloading and and when one makes a CD. Is there still the concern for it to have a kind of narrative drive, like this song should follow this song should follow this song, in in the way they all the albums used to? I think right. uh, is that still a consideration for you two? We, I think this album has a sound. You know, it has a vibe. Yeah, and that's more instead of like a theme. It's more. Um, uh, more of that, like a sound, uh, and then we definitely strung the songs together and pay, you know put uh, spaces in between them on the record with that in mind. Yeah, that old-fashioned thing in mind. But yeah, because I don't, I, I can't imagine that people listen to the way they used to. They don't. I mean, it just is such a strange new recording uh, world out there. You can get, ladies and gentlemen, you can get. This CD, and it is, this is obvious, it's Maiden Voyage, I guess, on this radio show. Mm-hmm. And that that song should get some play. It drops tomorrow, right? Yes. yes. And it drops on all those uh, places that I know so little about. It's like streaming, Spotify. yeah. Streaming. It's, it's streaming on, on Spotify. You Pandora, can download it. Pandora. Pandora all of them. Deezer, iTunes. Apple Music. Tidal. YouTube, but I think what you should do because I'm just raving about the the joyful, joyful cover of this CD, and I do, I love CDs. I in the same way I used to love record albums, and they have fantastic liner notes by my old buddy Neil Tesser. When I was a TV critic for the Tribune, Neil and I used to play uh, Jeopardy against each other on the no. telephone. On the phone, yeah, <laughs> on the phone. Uh, Neil is a Grammy nominated. He made one Grammy. He so yeah, he's won Grammys for his liner notes, and I'll tell you some of what he says about these two talented people after we get the news, and uh, you'll hear at least two more songs. I, uh, congratulations, you guys. Just off that one song, I'm so pleased. Off the one song and this incredibly cool package that is your new CD, you can also go to burnellmusic.com B-U-R-N-E-L-L music.com and you can go to epiphanyshy.com we haven't even talked about the CD release party which is uh, this Wednesday we will do that after you listen to the news and we relax and yawn welcome back Uh, you have been listening to the conversation and music of uh, Mark Burnell and his wife Ann Burnell from their new CD, Two for the Road, uh, which I will play some more this half hour and more next uh, Sunday for you. They are performing. There's nothing like, ladies and gentlemen, to my mind, seeing uh, performers in person. You two are going to be at the Epiphany Center, which is a relatively new 
but very uh, wonderfully managed sort of by um, Mike Jeffers, who's uh, a, a jazz devotee and a drummer. Absolutely. Uh, tell, you know that room. Tell people what to expect when they go to the Epiphany well, it's Center. A- church about a hundred years old but it was vacant for perhaps 10 years and, yeah. and it's it takes up a whole city block it's gorgeous it's a performing arts center now yeah. they transformed it with with great invest investment into a performing arts center and there's art galleries and we'll be playing in the sanctuary upstairs and it's just it has stained glass windows and it has the angled ceiling and a grand piano and a great sound system and it and it's just so intimate. It's it's a wonderful space. Now the concert is also live streaming. So if you're not in Chicago, you can also see the concert live. Or if and there are still some people who do not want to go out. I mean, yes, I know I know exactly. a number who are just for whatever reason, and some incredibly valid. It's not that they're scared, but they're being very careful mm-hmm. because this thing isn't really over yet. Uh, and well, you can go if you go to Epiphany Shy. That's e. I'm not going to speak. You're smart. You're a smart <laughs> crowd. Epiphanyshy.com. You can get all sorts, all the information. You can also, and I would recommend going to Burnell Music, B-U-R-N-E-L-L Music.com, because at that site, you can not only get a link to the Epiphany Center site and buy tickets or participate in the live streaming thing you can also get a copy of their cd which is also available on all the regular places you go shop for cds my old pal neil tesser wrote the liner notes and in the liner notes he says this with her timber of clarified honey containing a hint of clove and can shape her voice around a gaggle of genres jazz blues pop handling each with a mix of intimacy and strength as a pianist and arranger, Mark also covers a range of styles and contexts. No surprise when you learn he taught music at Carnegie Mellon for 10 years after obtaining two degrees there. Neil knows music. Neil knows jazz. Uh, it's, a, it's a great thing. I, I can't remember the last time he wrote liner notes for somebody. He's won Grammys for his liner notes. How would you convince Neil to do this? We just we asked knew, him. Yeah, we just asked him. <laughs> we knew we wanted someone knowledgeable. Oh yeah. And, and uh, so when we were mixing it, I checked him out. I'm like, I know you're probably busy. And I am assuming you're going to be performing any number of uh, songs from the CD. We're going to do, we're gonna all do them all. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. If if you are going to the Epiphany Centers, I think you should. Or you're going to live stream it. Here's your chance uh, to hear another of the songs that you will hear live or streamed. What would you like to hear? Little Joe. I think Little Joe from Chicago is cool. One, two, it's three, four. I think, cool. Krista, that's a cut number five. Little Joe from Chicago. This is written by... Wow. Henry Wells and Mary Lou Williams. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that cool? Nat King Cole recorded it, and that's how we heard it. Wow. Uh, it was a request from one of our uh, <laughs> shows the, that we were talking about, the, the streaming shows. And you said, oh, good, I'll play that. And well, Buddy, Char- Buddy Charles would certainly know it. Uh, thanks, Krista. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? What do you <laughs> think? Are you jumping up and down at home? You should be. That is another cut from uh, of the 13 cuts from uh, Mark and Ann Burnell's 
long in the making to for not long in the in the birth i mean they yeah. made it over 17 during the the pandemic and uh, over 17 months but they've been thinking about it and working at it for a long time they have known each other 30 years to the day when they went on their first date and they went to see Buddy Charles uh, at the Drake, right? He wasn't still. He was, he was at the Drake. Drake. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't. And I have memories of going with uh, Mike Royko to see him at the uh, Akron. And I think that's where a, I met you. A, a number of times. That I met you, dear, uh, when I judged a contest. A <laughs> yes. contest with. I'll never forget the guy I was judged with, a guy named Al Bladder, a piano player. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know whatever happened to him, but we. He's in Switzerland. Yeah. Is he? Is yeah. he thriving? And yeah. I, I don't know. Was he, he, didn't, he didn't turn into a banker, I hope. No, uh, I, I hope just he's still blowing sacks. Piano, piano, piano. We judged a contest at the, it was the Vets and, uh, on State Street, State near uh, Division Street, and That's this right. waitress got up and sang, and Alan, I, I don't think I'd ever judge a singing contest. I'm not qualified to judge a singing contest anyway. <laughs> and I said, she should be the winner. And Al goes, yeah, let's make her the winner. And that started her singing career, <laughs> and which makes it's me true. even doubly happy that she has a CD and that she wound up with this wonderful, talented musician, Mark Burnell. We'll take another little break. We'll come back, talk to them a little more. Again, their concert is at the Epiphany Center. That's epiphanyshy.com. Go to burnellmusic.com if that's easier for you to spell and get to. And buy the CD. It drops tomorrow on all the regular CD and digital sites. <laughs> when they go to these digital sites, people can buy like one song, right? Yeah, they can buy one song or they can just stream it. Whatever yeah. um, music, you know. Whatever, um, you, whatever you kids and smart adults are into, mm-hmm. do that. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Welcome back. Uh, you will hear... Uh, one uh, more song on this show, and then you will go buy. Can they buy it now, or do they have to yeah. wait till tomorrow? You can go. Yeah, go to Spotify, Amazon.com, iTunes, Apple Music, Pandora, and YouTube, or go to BurnellMusic.com to get uh, the whole uh, Two for the Road CD. Mark and Ann will be performing at uh, the Epiphany Center on Wednesday night, the formal coming out party for this uh, uh, new CD. When's the last time you performed in public? This afternoon. <laughs> for the buddy at benefit. That, I mean, in a you know general club, um, let's well, say. Well, we, we produced a... 10-day festival here called Chicago Cabaret Week. It was like the oh, first... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first kind of plunge back into it, and <clears throat> we had about 15 shows, and Mark and I kicked it off. At the Epiphany. Yeah, uh, with about three other acts. And so. That's an amazing room, and that's... I mean, you, you two go back not quite as far as I do on various clubs in this town, but it... it uh, there's still a few good ones, are there not? There's yeah. still a few vibrant ones, and I just can't wait till... The whole pandemic scene is done, so it can we can really see how it how it flowers here. Because I have the feeling, even though there are some people who never want to go in a movie theater again, for instance, right. mm-hmm. there's still a lot of other people who are chomping at the bit to go see live music. Do you get that same sense? Yes, I believe so. But <laughs> Epiphany has made a big effort to make it. St- Make it safe. Safe. That you were saying. Go ahead. How do they do that? They um, well, because it was an old church, they got renovated the whole thing and they put this HVAC system, 
that I think this, I might be quoting it wrong. Mike would tell you, but it pumps like 600 pounds of fresh air into the sanctuary every hour. So oh, it's wow. just getting, it, it, it recycles the, air the fresh the air yeah. because they opened right before the pandemic and then it closed. They, they had to rethink it and they, they said, let's, you know, yeah. let's really invest in it yeah. in a safe place. It is certainly a place worth seeing ladies and gentlemen. Again, it's epiphany shy. E- I will spell it for you. Unless, in case you've been drinking or something, E P I P H A N Y C H I dot com or BurnellMusic dot com. You two must be very, very pleased with uh, this CD. We're proud of it. We can't (laughs) wait to share it with the public. And we're going to sing all of those songs along with a few from our past CDs. Yeah, we'll pepper it with some old. Uh, stuff from the former recordings, but we went up to Wisconsin on Saturday, and we we headlined at a jazz festival, jazz and blues festival. Where? Up there. Where? Plymouth. In Plymouth. If about an hour north the of... The cheese capital. About an hour north of Milwaukee. Uh, yeah. So we were out there, and we, we were at this festival, and we got to play a lot of the tunes, and people came up to us and said... I like how soothing this music feels to me. <laughs> like we're thinking we're swinging our butts off, but you know it. It may feel just that they needed to dance or they needed to be serenaded. Well, is, is that quote that I read from from Buddy earlier about the intimacy of? Yeah. of I'm going to read it again because I think that's what you're talking about that very thing. The power of live music. Yeah, uh, there is something primitive about being close to live music. What makes it work is that people are inherently eager for intimacy. It is a matter of wanting to communicate my joy, and I think your joy too. We can put you on Buddy's uh, shoulders. If I am able to do that, it feeds back and finds me. I think that is absolutely true for the two of you as well. Totally true. It is. We have so much fun when we're performing it. It's, it's the most fun I can, I can have yeah. is playing live music. I think, you know, you asked us on when we were quiet here, but yeah, we lost, lost both of our moms very early on during COVID, so and <clears throat> we couldn't be with them or anything, and we had a lot of trauma from that. I'll bet. And I think that this coming out of that, you know, two years later, almost two years later, is um, is part of the healing process, and so I feel like it's kind of a healing music musical piece. Well, it's a different too because you know you too you are one is always parts of the people who love them and who they love, right? And to lose those two, uh, I I cannot even fathom the depth of it because they are yeah. they enabled you in in their own ways to become performers. You know, it's not every parent that says you're going to do what you want to be a musician. There's no money in that. <laughs> Lucky me, my parents let me major in music at Carnegie Mellon. I mean, can you can you believe how many kids wanted to, to study music in college and their parents wouldn't let them? Yeah, there's no money in music. Uh, oh. There's no money in it. Uh, you two are remarkable. I have known you for uh, for quite some time. And the 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 lovely singing waitress at uh, Yvette. 
I mean, that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Uh, and, I'm glad to hear Al Bladder's alive. I did try to track him down once. Well, I, that's the last I heard. I can't, I that's can't okay. verify it. <laughs> yes, I'm going to say that Al Bladder is now a, a banker in Switzerland. Uh, doing, <laughs> and doing, wealthy. Doing strange deals with strange people. He he was a character and a half, but a good, he was a good player. It is uh, beyond great to see the two of you and beyond great to talk to both of you, too. We're so grateful, Rick. Uh, me, too. Uh, me, too. And to have Neil Tesser on liner notes is an is an added bonus what shall we end the show with we the three of us will listen to it and then walk out the door so i will say goodbye and thank you for listening and thanks crystal flores for all you do and uh andrew thanks for what you do and uh what do you want to hear i think two for the road the The title title cut yeah okay it is the one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve Two for the road. I think Krista Flores is totally on top of it. Uh, Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Have a safe week.